1: This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290. NewsTalk 1290 K O I L dot com and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
3: Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Another beautiful day here in the heartland, reporting on the news of all the changes in healthcare and insurance and An awful lot of things, and it's been in the news because they finalized the rates and a lot of folks are up in arms as they are getting their renewal increases, especially those in the individual market. And we're gonna spend some time this week taking a look at some of the changes that are that are happening in the insurance industry, and we're gonna be looking at how it applies to in particular groups, group benefits, which is where the majority of folks get their insurance. Uh, we'll spend some time talking about the challenges in the individual market, but we want to spend some time talking about some strategies for groups to contain these costs, which are going up for them as well. Not nearly as bad as the individual market, but it still is having a, a large impact on them. And we're going to be joined uh, a little bit later to talk about some issues with uh, workers' compensation as well, which is another issue that affects uh, small and mid midsize and even large businesses quite a bit, but joined right now by Howard Shandell. Howard is the president and general partner of Midwest Benefit Advisors, and they've got a spectrum of solutions for organizations uh, here in the Midwest and and across the country uh, as it relates to some strategies for containing costs for for employers. And Howard, thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Well, thanks that's for fantastic. having
4: me. At, uh, as you said, it is another beautiful day here. Uh when it's almost halloween
3: i know i can't believe it got my leaves almost taken care of but uh (laughs) there's probably going to be some more coming here in the next several days but can you uh tell the listeners a little bit about what you guys do at midwest benefit advisors and then uh, i'm interested in some of your thoughts on kind of the volatility in the marketplace right now
4: well midwest benefit advisors is a uh, benefit consulting company and uh our our focus is really small medium and uh Uh, maybe the mid-market size employer. Um, And we provide, uh, you know, a variety of solutions that are quite unique, uh, Mm -hmm. we think, in the
3: marketplace. Right, and that's where we're going to spend some time talking about a couple of those, which I'm really excited about because they're really important. Uh, when when you look at strategies to contain costs, and we're going to be talking about mo- more solutions for self-insured employers, wouldn't you say?
4: Yeah, um, you know, depending on your size, and if I, I if I would say that if you have a hundred employees on your plan, uh, self-funded is, is something s- that you should seriously consider. Right. You know. Why is that? Well, the mathematics plays out. You know, and in, in the commercial health market, it's they're bloated. Um, you know, the carriers are going to be a lot more conservative. They got a lot more risk on the line, and they have to pay for that risk.
3: right, so let's talk a little bit about that because we're, we're seeing some of that in the fully insured marketplace uh, because of the the challenges with the exchanges right how How are, how are the carriers reacting
4: well the the exchanges is, is, is really more impactful in the individual health market, and uh, as you read the paper, that's what's blowing up. you know you see Blue Cross you know uh, raising their rates close to forty percent. Uh, limiting the plans that they're offering, uh, jumping out of the marketplace for 2017. So uh, that's a, a pretty good description of what's happening.
3: Yeah, and how, how does that affect some of these smaller groups?
4: Well, if uh, the group plan, whether you're small or large, uh, really is, is a lot more stable. That market is a lot more stable.
3: Okay. So they're not getting hammered with rate increases as bad? Not as bad, uh, but rate increases
4: are unavoidable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you if you have a, a small group, and you know, even if you have a couple hundred thousand dollar an annual premium, one or two claims, and you're upside down. Mm. So it's a challenge.
3: Right, right. So, what are some of the uh, ideas that we can share with the audience? You know, that's the purpose of the show, America's Healthcare Challenge, identifying some of the challenges out there uh, in healthcare as it affects businesses and individuals. Uh, but then, also proposing some ideas and solutions out there, uh, one of them is care coordination right and that 's right. what we 're going to spend some time talking about here today
4: yeah, care coordination um, might be a really popular buzzword, uh, but this the statistics the data shows uh, that it has a positive effect so here, if I can just throw out a few stats if, sure you know so there 's been some studies done and and this is all validated uh, information so what we find is 33% of patients are never given post-discharge instructions. Mm. Okay. 24% of all doctor services are uh, duplicated. 61% of self-referrals result in a 33% higher cost and a lot of unnecessary tests. And then 44% people just kind of give up because it's a complicated system, is it not? Sure.
3: Oh, it's very complicated. Incredibly complicated and and massive in scale. So what would be some uh, some of the uh, examples of, of what a good care coordination program could do to address these challenges?
4: So what you do is you, the idea is that you use care coordination and care coordinators as the centerpiece of your health plan, you know, because the system is so fragmented. And look, with The advent of of, uh, Google, Mm -hmm. Um, people are a lot smarter. There's a lot more information out there, and we do research, and maybe we bypass necessary steps and go maybe right to the specialist when we just needed to see our primary care doc. Mm -hmm. So the idea with care coordination is that the plan member is going to have one number to call. Just one. That's it. Mm -hmm. If I look on the back of my blue, Blue Cross card, I have seven numbers. So we want to simplify it. So now the idea is to teach those plan members to reach out to the care coordinator and help them through the process. So, so and, and the care coordinator will address all issues. They'll resolve all problems. They have access to all information in front of them. So the whole idea is there's a, the data's integrated. So when I call as a plan member, and maybe I just want to see if that specialist is in the network, and the, and the coordinator will say, Howard, I see here you don't have a primary care doc. Uh, is it possible we can uh, help you locate one in the network? Maybe I can arrange an appointment for you. And if you need transportation, we can certainly arrange that as well.
3: Well, that, that's a really interesting point uh, because we just had a conversation, Matt, uh, about this, uh, the difficulties of gaining a, um, you know, getting a primary care physician because you don't even know where to start. That's something unique that they could... They could provide that help.
2: Well,
4: you know, primary care docs have taken a bad rap. You know, we think, eh, why don't we need them? We'll just go right to the specialist, right to my internist, right, you know. Uh, but actually, they should really be thought of as the quarterback of, of your health journey to help guide you whether you need a specialist or, you know, what you thought was uh, chest pains was maybe just heartburn.
3: Mm-hmm. Which happens quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. So instead of seeing my primary doc, I'm running out to see a cardiologist who runs $6,000 worth of tests and decided, oh, you got acid reflux.
3: You just need some Zantac. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And but that's th- those are some of the reasons why um, there are just extra costs in the system and, and why it's so hard for us to contain costs and less we can change behavior and utilize strategies. Right. Like this.
4: Behavior. That's that's a key. And it's not that it's bad behavior; it's just the
3: behavior we know. Nobody knows any better.
4: No, and we're all we're out there by ourselves.
3: And it is quite a, a difficult maze to navigate. So, what are some of the other things that uh, a care coordinator could do? You mentioned earlier, um, it was called post discharge. There weren't. An, could they provide that help?
4: So, so yeah. So, what we found is is one is you know you're going to teach and educate your plan member to reach out to the care coordinator and let them be your your healthcare warrior, if you will, mm-hmm. you know you know and let them help you start the process, you know before you're you know halfway into it.
3: So, is it is this being used a lot or uh,
4: more and more? We uh, we we have a, a kind of a you know an interesting solution where we've have care coordination as the centerpiece, and we've built the best in class components that go with it from the claims processing and the utilization and disease management and the pharmacy piece, and the wellness and biometrics, and the reinsurance piece. And so you have the best in class and it's all put together where the care coordinator is the central point of contact. And all the data, everything's integrated. So when I call, they know whether I missed a refill on my prescription. They know whether I went and saw a doc or not. They know everything about me. They know benefits, eligibility. So, so now it gives that care coordinator the ability to help in real time. And then if I'm on the phone and seeing if a, a doc's in the network, they'll see that you know I didn't refill my last prescription. So they'll wanna reach out to me and say, why? And in this system, there's RNs that I could pull into the conversation with a stroke of a button. And now that nurse is talking to me about, well, why aren't you taking your medication? Mm -hmm. Was there a problem? You know, was it keeping you up at night? I couldn't eat, you know, let me reach out to your provider and see how we can uh, fix that.
3: How often is it that people just simply don't take their medication? That has to be quite a bit. Oh, I'm sure it's a lot,
4: you know, and, and they'll stop taking it. Then they'll go see a new doctor with a new set of prescriptions. Without that doc knowing what you've did, you know, previously.
3: Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff.
4: It is. It's complicated. You know. I mean, it, it really is. Seeking medical care is complicated. Then you have the health insurance piece, which is equally as complicated.
3: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, how about we uh, we take a timeout? We've got a caller on the line. Uh, please hold, if you will. If you'd also like to join the conversation, four oh two. Three, four, two, twelve, ninety. Dennis, we'll get to you at the top of the next segment with Howard Chandel, president of Midwest Benefit Advisors. This is Sean McGuire. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge, and you can check out our show's Facebook page, which is Facebook.com/slash America's Healthcare Challenge. We'll put this segment up there, and uh, I just posted our greatest hits recently which is uh, some of the best segments of our nearly five years of doing this show we'll be right back it,
2: affordable. affordable there's a reason <laughs> affordable 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 <laughs>
0: Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And Two Men in a Truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomenandatruck.com. Two Men in a Truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau.
5: You worked hard, Scrape and saved for years and thought he had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, healthcare costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know healthcare. Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next
1: dining experience, event, or work is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting Click OmahaPressClub.com to learn more
3: hiring employees complying with regulatory changes and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business let's simplify hr solutions help we're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you click simplify to learn more
2: are you feeling overwhelmed depressed or angry is your child or teenager acting out healing tree counseling wants to help located at 10th and dodge healing tree offers individual family and couples therapy bill and laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents, ask around—they have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information.
1: You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, NewsTalk1290Koil.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire.
3: Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge, 402-342-1290 is the number. We're going to take a couple calls. We're with Howard Chandel, president of Midwest Benefit Advisors. And then coming up next segment, we've got Greg Donsbach, president of Method Insurance, going to be talking about uh, more uh, of the important issues facing businesses. But uh, first, uh, Dennis has uh, some comments on preventive medicine. Dennis, welcome to the show.
1: What what you see is one boy I learned from him. He doesn't care for European doctors. He says I cannot understand that. You go to a doctor, they pop you full of pills and everything. They don't look at the solution to cure. He said the only ones that that looks at this is your Eastern doctors, your Oriental doctors, your Chinese. He says they look for the cure to see what makes you sick. tell you stop doing this why don't your european doctors do this stuff like like if you go going to doctor's office this i can't understand why is there so many fat doctors and fat nurses when they should set an example
3: or they smoke cigarettes they go to college and learn this stuff dennis uh thank you for your comment here on the show uh Uh, Howard, uh, interesting point, I guess he says, uh, I guess you should probably practice what you preach, but, um, preventive medicine is, uh, is something that, uh, you know, is an important part of the equation. And when we have, uh, lots of, uh, of suing going on, uh, we also have a lot of defensive medicine as well.
4: Well, preventative services are covered by our health insurance. Uh, I can tell you probably maybe no more than 30% of the population, uh, Actually utilize those preventive care services. So, and I think you said in our conversation earlier, healthcare is, is a lot about behavior. You know, uh, maybe if if I wouldn't eat and drink certain things, maybe I wouldn't need certain medications. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
3: a lot of it is about behavior. I agree. I agree. Okay. Next up, we've got Pamela on America's Healthcare Challenge. Pamela, uh, we uh, we were talking about care coordination last segment. Uh, Pamela has some thoughts on that. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I was. I'm just concerned that this is adding another layer of bureaucracy and cost to our healthcare system, which is already overburdened with regulations. I mean, it sounds like. The American population are, the, are being treated like
3: they're idiots. You know, maybe we should start teaching about health care and what to expect in our schools so that we don't have to keep adding costs to something that's
1: already hugely expensive.
3: Great point. Great point. I agree 100%. And I also, if I could add, I think there's a level of education that needs to be made for folks as they approach retirement and understanding how expensive health care is into retirement, because I I don't believe folks do a good enough job of uh, preparing for that.
1: Well, I I will agree with that, too. But, you know, put some of the burden on, on the population,
3: Right. It looks like we, we lost you, Pamela, but thank you for your, uh, for your comment. Uh, what do you think about that, Howard? Well, I, I certainly understand what
4: Pamela is saying, and I agree with what she has to say. Um, education is critical, uh, but sometimes you can lead a horse to water, but it's hard to make him drink. So, so the idea with care coordination is not adding another level of bureaucracy, but it's adding a level of support. Maybe you think about it in terms of, like, concierge medicine. The idea of concierge medicine is, is someone to hold your hand, help you through some of those difficult times. So you now you, you know you have somebody in your corner, so you're not there all by yourself. And, and actually, uh, Pamela, the, the stats show that this extra layer will reduce costs and actually stable, stabilize your costs over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Any other um, strategies you'd like to, to share uh, on care coordination? Well, strategies, but he, here's some of the results. Okay. You know, member
4: engagement is through the roof. So here, I'll throw some more numbers at you. So what we've learned in our study, 61% of plan members have contact with a care coordinator. Now 65% of that is is inbound. So as a plan member, I'm calling in for one, one reason or another. 35% of that is outbound. So the care coordinator is either reaching out to me or they're reaching out to my provider, all right? 84% of all households within this study has some sort of contact with a care coordinator. All right, this is real important. 95% of patients with claims of more than $10,000 are engaged, okay? So here's something interesting. You know, you know you've heard of the net promoter score, All right? So usually at the, you know, health insurance is usually at the bottom where it should be, right? Uh, Westin Hotels, Amazon, Google, they're near their top. This care coordination model, has a higher net promoter score than Google, Amazon, and Weston Hotels. So the, the, the level of customer service is, is exponentially increased. And at the end of the day, I'll say it again, someone's there to hold my hand. How nice is that?
3: I think for a lot of people, it is something quite nice, especially if they've actually experienced the healthcare system. I think a lot of people avoid, are lucky and they're healthy and they don't really uh, experience it until they have an issue right and then then they have no idea where to go
4: right so what we want to do is is do something in in real-time and in what we call real-time intercept so we want to reach out we, we, we want to engage that member before something big and serious occurs and get them engaged with their primary care doc. In, in fact the design of the health plan is is such where when we suggest that you engage with a primary primary doc first Then your copay is reduced by 50% when you see a specialist, assuming you get that referral from the primary doc. Now, I still have the luxury of going to a specialist on my own. I just pay the higher copay. So we want to, you know, we have the plan designed to structure to, to go see that doc, you know, go see if it's heartburn first.
3: Great, great. Well, Howard, uh, any final thoughts uh, for the audience? We appreciate you sharing this this uh, strategy. I think this is something that uh, I really would recommend for a lot of businesses to take a look at because, well, A, yeah. it's a great employee benefit, um, like you said, somebody to hold your hand, but, B, it's going to help you lower costs.
4: Yeah, and, and not just lower costs. Um, you're going to stabilize it. So our, our studies show that the trend with this model is less than 1%. That's, that's, those are hard numbers to ignore, and and I'll leave you with one other thought: is the the member engagement and the member experience has been increased now because of this type of process. So,
3: great, great. Well, th- thanks for uh, coming on the show, Howard. We really appreciate it. Uh, hope you come back and join us again sometime uh, to to talk a little bit more about this. Be my pleasure. All right, great. That's uh, Howard Chandel, president and uh, general partner at uh, Midwest Benefit Advisors and they've got uh, a lot of uh, solutions that are that are unique here in the marketplace. Their website, www.mbainc.us. We will be right back on America's Healthcare Challenge. We're going to be looking at a second issue that is uh, really causing a lot of pain uh, to some CFOs out there, and that is rising workers' compensation costs, and there actually is – quite a connection between healthcare and workers' compensation. And we've got Greg Donsbach with Method Insurance coming up next here on America's Healthcare Challenge.
5: You worked hard, scraped and saved for years and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know healthcare. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions
4: for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs.
0: Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life but thanks to two men in a truck it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move which includes a no obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget too. Don't stress let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to two men a Two men in a truck selected best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more
1: You are listening to America's Health Care Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean
3: McGuire. Hey, welcome back to America's Health Care Challenge. Make sure to check out healthreformexplained.com about the breaking news that has an effect on Uh, Our community, but many others across the country, which is the uh, proposed merger of Catholic Health Initiatives and Dignity Health, Uh, they are in talks uh, with the Los Angeles-based Dignity Health. Uh, Whatever the outcome, it's going to be quite large, and so... Uh, make sure to check out our, our our comments on that. Joined here on America's Healthcare Challenge, uh, Greg Donsbach, all around great guy, but also the president of Method Insurance. And uh, you know they ha- you should have to check out their website because they did a, a unique little video, their game show video, which I I watched it and I enjoyed enjoyed it because it really explained uh, some of the things that that they can do, and they're really helping employers with uh, their workers comp solutions. And uh, this is something that is incredibly important when you look at the three biggest costs for, for businesses. It's, you know, you're looking at healthcare costs, you're looking at unemployment, and then you're looking at, at workers' comp. And uh, they, they are all somewhat connected. So, Greg, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing today?
6: Oh, pretty good. Thanks for having me.
3: Great. So what, what's going on? Uh, can you tell the uh, listeners a little bit about, um, uh, about your background and then uh, a little bit about uh, what you guys are up to at Method Insurance?
6: Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I'm, I've got about 20 plus years of, of insurance experience and mostly focused on work comp insurance. I mean, that's really uh, something I've been focused on for the last uh, 20 or so years. I was at First Comp Insurance Company for 17 or so years, uh, started one of the first employees there. And really, it was a small company that was focused on on work comp for, for small businesses, trying to create a, uh, a seamless, uh, easy uh, process to to really get the uh, uh, small business uh, small business uh, owners uh, of appropriate insurance uh, at a at a reasonable cost. So that was something that that I really enjoyed and and really pushed forward. and And, and first comp grew to to a really big company and 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 I ended up leaving uh, first comp uh, about a year ago and and created method insurance services, uh, which is focused on on work comp and 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 we're really focusing on on, on writing work comp and in, in 10 or so states and, and distribute our products through retail agents so uh, it's been a been a nice uh transition to to method and i'm excited about what we're doing
3: yeah that, that's great i um, got got a chance to uh, uh meet meet the team over there and uh, really sharp people as well uh, let's help the listeners understand um, kind of some of the challenges or i guess pain points that that they might that uh, businesses might be seeing uh, as it relates to workers comp
6: yeah i think if if you look at work comp i mean the 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 costs associated with it can be can be extremely high especially if you're in a in a heavy end type of uh type of industry such as trucking or or uh construction i think those are those are some of the industry groups that i think uh the the burden of work comp costs are are higher because they have they you know they they do tougher jobs and i think the injuries uh, associated with those jobs can be extremely high so uh, so the rates and, and the overall costs for for workers' comp and, and and those particular industries, I think, are a bigger burden. And so, so it's important for for small business owners to understand that 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 it's not just the insurance costs associated with with, with workers' comp and the overall policy. It's 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 a lot of things that that are uh, involved in in, in in an injury uh, to one of their employees. I mean, they, you know, they they've got to pay you know their premiums. And and that's to you know hopefully uh, not have a claim, but if they do have a claim, they've got an insurance company that's going to try to take care of the uh, claimant appropriately and try to get them back to work. But you also have you also have a lot of uh, administrative costs when you have a claim. Uh, you've got a uh, you've got potentially a, an HR issue where you've got to bring someone in, else in to 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 work for that individual that's maybe not working right now. Uh, potentially uh, you've got an opportunity cost. So if you're a if you're a trucker and you've got a truck driver that's supposed to be delivering goods for you, and he can't work, then you've got a you've got a cost associated with that as well that you've got to you've got to replace that employee during that time that they're off work. So there's a lot of things that that are involved in in, in an overall uh, uh, work comp uh, injury, and and I think small business owners sometimes just look at it as the uh, the premium they're paying, but there's a lot of other things that are involved in it.
3: And, um, yeah, you, you really m- mentioned a, a great point. I mean, it could affect the efficiency of their organization if their key people aren't, aren't, aren't back. Uh, is there this concept of return to work? Is that, does that sound right?
6: Yeah, that, there's, there's some companies that really focus on, on trying to get the employee back to work or the claimant back to work. I mean, that's, that's really what an insurance company should want to do. Uh, it, it basically can, can really uh, mitigate some of the overall uh, cost associated with that claim. So, trying to get that that employee back to work is is beneficial not to just the insurance company, but it's beneficial to the to the claimant. It's beneficial to the uh, to the business owner as well, because, like you said, Sean. I mean, the efficiencies that uh, you have when you lose an employee. Say it's your right hand person that that does a lot of work for you. It's you know, if you're a framing contractor and you lose your best framer, well, you're gonna have a uh, you're gonna have an issue with. Uh, being able to construct that house in a timely manner because your best framer is off work because he got hurt. You know, maybe he, he, he had a nail gun that, that, you know, he, he accidentally uh, shot himself with his nail gun and he's, you know, he's injured and he can't work for, for a couple of weeks. Well, that puts a burden on uh, not only the business owner, but the injured worker because, you know, he's off work and he's not getting paid his, his complete salary or or his uh, his wages and, and the, and the insurance company has a benefit to try to get them back to work, too, because they can try to control the claims cost overall, too. So there's a lot of, lot of things at play um, that, that should be all working together uh, to try to get the injured worker back to work. And, and 99.9% of the time, the injured worker is, is someone that wants to get back to work because they love what they do, um, they're good at what they do, um, they're not getting paid as much as they, they, they would be um, working uh, so it's in it's, it's, it's imperative that, that all, you know, the business owner, the insurance company, the uh, injured worker, they're all working together to try to get them back to work. That's really the ultimate goal for, should be for everybody. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Does there, do you ever see many cases where um, people confuse the two and try and, or do they use workers comp insurance to pay for healthcare services or, or how does that all work?
6: I think sometimes that could come into play, I think a lot of times when you go into the emergency room or you go somewhere the first thing they ask you is this a work related claim and I think you'll have uh you'll have some people that maybe got hurt on the weekend uh they'll maybe uh go to the uh go to the hospital on uh on monday you know we call those the the monday morning claims and <laughs> and uh and and those those do occur i mean there is some fraud related uh uh in in workers comp i think that's it's not as high as i think some people would would believe because i think you, you see you see about the the fraudulent claims those are the ones that seem to make the headlines because you know you you videotape someone that says that they've got a they've got a hurt leg they can't they can't walk or or you know they're outside cutting the grass or something like that you see those types of claims but they're really not a big percentage of the overall claims i mean you know workers comp set up to to really control cost and really help the help the claim uh, the claimant uh, when when a claim occurs but but there are some fraudulent uh, claims that, that that are out there and and it really puts a you know it puts a gives a, gives work comp a black eye a little bit because I think that the majority of people are good and and, and really they're the, the claims are legitimate and they're just trying to uh, trying to get help for a claim that occurred at work and and a, a small business owner or, or any business owner doesn't want uh, doesn't want their employees to get hurt. I mean, if you do, you're not going to be a very successful business owner. So if they do get hurt, you want to, you want to make sure that they get taken care of as quickly and efficiently and effectively as possible. And I think that's, uh, that's really, uh, in the, in the best uh, situation for everybody.
3: Is that some of the Mm things, things you can help them with?
6: I think so. Um, I I think that's what we're trying to do is, is really try to, uh, get, you know, get the, the small business owners involved and, in the overall uh, uh cost associated with a with an injured worker, so I think safety is 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 vital uh for a uh for an entity uh, to really operate efficiently and effectively out there so yes we try to we, we try to um, get the get the employ the the owners engaged with their employees to make sure that they understand the uh, uh the costs associated with a with an injury as well as what to do when injury occurs. I mean, I think sometimes the biggest thing is when an injury occurs, you want to make sure that you, 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 get, that, you get that claimant uh, to the right person right away. And so I think a lot of, a lot of insurance agencies and a lot of uh, insurance companies are, are working with a uh, process called 24-7 nurse uh, triage where you can actually have a, uh, uh, access to, to a nurse when a claim occurs, regardless if it happens at, at, at 2 o'clock in the morning at a McDonald's or it happens at 9 o'clock in the morning uh, on a job site, Uh, they can actually uh, call that 24-7 hotline, and a nurse will actually be on the phone and be able to really uh, understand the claim a little bit better and really direct them on how to get their care uh, needed in a timely manner uh, to the right people. So I think that's also important. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, for us, we're really trying to to, – get the business owners uh, to understand the overall cost is not just the premium. It's a lot of things associated with an injured worker. Um, and, and if they understand that, then it's going to be in their benefit to try to, um, you know, to try to uh, control or prevent losses. I, I think, you know, if you look at, if you look at an overall loss, uh, uh, obese claimants, um, that, that, that loss is going to be seven times higher than a, uh, than a person that's uh healthy and 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 maybe uh of 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 a normal weight. So I think it's important for uh you know their their employee, you know, health health is very is a very big deal when it comes to uh comes to the uh overall cost of the claims. So I think if you if you have healthy employees, then that could also translate into uh lower claims cost and and the employee coming to work a lot quicker.
3: Great. And that's uh that's something that um do you think a lot of businesses do right now or not?
6: No. I, I don't think they do at all. I think when you have food days with businesses, they bring in pizza, uh, they bring in uh hamburgers, they bring in whatever they can to uh <laughs> feed the masses. And and I think it's important for uh business owners when they're doing food days, you know, maybe they do a uh you know, they do a big salad and 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 they do uh uh healthy wraps or something like that instead of the uh Instead of the always go-to pizzas and things like that. Because I think it starts from the top. I think if you've got a, you've got a, a, a business owner that, that really is you know, thinks health and, and, and uh, um, you know a lifestyle of, of healthy living is, is important, then I think that that can translate into the employees kind of doing some of that as well. But no, I don't think it's being done right now. I, I know, the, you know the trucking industry and some of those industries are trying to, to push healthy living because truckers are basically just sitting down all day long and so they're trying to and push smoking for probably. smoking. They're, they're eating chips and, and they're stopping at fast food restaurants to eat. And they're trying to push, you know, maybe a trucker can, you know, take a bike in his truck and, and, and ride a bike when, when they're, when they're not driving and uh, you know, maybe eat better, but it, it's difficult, you know, cause it's, our society's created on, on, on ease and convenience. And, and you can't really get healthy, uh, uh, healthy food easily and, and quickly and, and if you're on the road, it's just you know I travel a lot and 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 I don't practice what I preach and and I should and 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 I think we all should. But I think that has a has a big impact on the overall cost associated with uh you know with with with, with the the healthy or the lifestyle of the employees overall. And and I think it's something that I'm not a big fan of of employees pushing to say you know you you know you can't smoke if you work here this that and the other, but but you know those 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 uh, uh, owners, they'll have an impact, and it'll actually uh, it'll actually translate into healthier employees and and and, and overall health healthcare costs and work comp costs going down. Great. Hey, can you hang around for another
3: segment? Sure. Okay. Sure. Great. Uh, more with Greg Donzebach, president of Method Insurance Services, and uh, you can check him out. Where's your website?
6: It's uh, www.methodinsurance.com.
3: Okay, great. Check out their website, and uh, you can see their their video, which is uh, is pretty clever. I really enjoyed that. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. we got time for one more segment, uh, 402-342-1290. If you have any questions for the experts, Uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time this last segment talking a little bit more strategies, if we can uh, share a few more ideas uh, for those businesses out there. We'll be right back. So you've got this crazy system where all of a sudden 25
1: million more people have health care and then the people are out there busting it sometimes 60 hours a week wind up with their premiums doubled and their coverage cut in half.
3: Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more.
2: Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. You worked
5: hard, scraped and saved for years and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, healthcare costs and uncertainty with your doctor. Let Edie Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to Edie Bellis Inc. Com and request a free consultation. At Ed Bellis, we know healthcare.
1: You've seen the movie Father of the Bride. When it comes to weddings, there's enough to worry about. Consider the Omaha Press Club as the venue for your baby's big day. With memberships as low as $15 per month, rentals are free for members. And we have an executive chef who will design the perfect menu for you. Click omahapressclub.com and our event coordinator and wedding planner will contact you for a zero-obligation consultation. That's OmahaPressClub.com. The Omaha Press Club, where you belong. Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis. Weeknights, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on News Talk 1290. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
3: Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hey, if you like this show, if this is the first time listening to this show, we post all of these segments on SoundCloud, and we've got Over 600 of them out there. We've got 30,000 listens online and growing. And so we uh, appreciate your support if you're one of those listeners. But if you'd like to to hear this uh, conversation again or share it with somebody who you think might be valuable, uh, you can find it on SoundCloud and I'll be posting it on LinkedIn Facebook as well. We're joined. Uh, we're going to do a little roundtable discussion. We've got Greg Donsbach, uh, president of Method Insurance Services. Also, welcome being back, uh, Howard Chandel, general partner of uh, Midwest Benefit Advisors. And we we're just talking a little bit. Uh, it's kind of interesting that you guys both ended up uh, on the show at the same time because there's a little bit of synergy. And um, uh, could you guys share with the audience some of your comments? You were you were just talking about how how the two are, are really. Um, are really related
4: well when you think about it you know the employers managing risk on both ends whether it's health care plan or whether it's workers comp and at least in my lifetime it's always been a separate decision okay I got to meet with my workers comp guy got to meet with my health guy and we never meet together but we're managing risk
3: mm-hmm.
4: so you would think there'd be some sort of synergy maybe or something worked together uh, to accomplish uh, both goals
6: yeah, I think that's that's a possibility, and it's likely as as Obamacare uh, gets more ingrained into society and 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 the majority of people have health care. I think that it's going to be something that could potentially impact the the overall work comp costs. And I was just telling, uh, we were just talking a little bit about it that that it looks like uh, over the last couple of years, work comp rates in in the majority of states have gone down considerably. I mean, we're seeing double digit declines and in states like Illinois and, and and Kansas and some of the some of the key states around here. And hmm. I'm not sure, you know, a lot of that's attributed to frequency going down. when and we were just talking about maybe Obamacare and the health care uh being pushed out to, to the majority of, of the of the US uh could could be impacting some of the 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 uh the, the claims that maybe are are filed on, on Monday morning from a weekend injury that occurred. Maybe they're actually following those on their health care versus work comp. So that's something that's going to have to be, I guess, looked at and analyzed over the next couple of years to see if there's going to be an impact on the workers' comp system, which could be a positive uh, for rates going down and overall costs uh, for the the insured uh, going down, other than the fact that you've got Healthcare costs going up, so uh, there could be a, a a balance there, and 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 we got to f- we need to figure out how they're going to work together. Because I think that, that there's a lot of there's a lot of synergies when it comes to healthcare and work comp. I
3: agree a hundred percent with that. And you know, the one thought or question that I might have is some of those states that you listed. I wonder if the Medicaid expansion has any any impact on uh, some of those those reasons.
6: Uh, it definitely could i mean you, you've got the uh, the agent population, and so you've got individuals that are going to be on uh, Medicaid, more people on Medicaid, so maybe that's uh that, that could also be a uh, an impact that's that, that's affecting the, the work comp rates as well
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, if I could add something to that you know with with the expansion of Medicaid in certain states, those states are not experiencing the higher increases that states that did not adopt the new Medicaid rules.
3: Right. Because the only people that are essentially on the exchanges are the super sick people that need it. Right. And, and then if I can add a few other items
4: to that. So part of the problem with the law is that when I am sick and I hop on the plan come January 1 and I have my open heart surgery come February, I hop off in March and pay the penalty. It's still less than having the premium for the rest of the year. Hmm. So.
3: Yeah, there's some gaming of the system as Mm -hmm. well um how could uh you know as we're like just talking about big picture ways on how you know how to help help these folks out there i mean you you think it really makes sense to get people like you two in the room with with these owners to really talk about some of these things because they are um you know so they they are one hand washes the other in many ways and They, they
4: really are I mean, look truck drivers uh you know, I, I know their worker comp rates are high, but I I also know the claims frequency on health care plans are also high, for the, a lot of the same reasons.
3: For truck drivers? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
6: Yeah, I think we we always said if uh you know on the workers comp side if, if a trucker would stay in their truck then, you know the nine times out of ten they're they're going to be performing very well, but we we see a lot of a lot of truckers that they'll get out and and they'll they'll try to. You know, maybe put a tarp over their load or something that seems pretty, pretty easy on our side. But if they're obese or are they're out of shape or are they do something, then they, they they fall off the the side of the truck and break their leg. the The chance of them getting back to work in six weeks, like a normal uh, broken leg, uh, are slim to none if they're if they're obese. So I think it's important for for the trucking industry to really really take note and 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 understand that that you know this is impacting. Uh, you know the cost, and to your point, the the healthcare as well. I mean, if they if they they've got you know they're, they're smoking, you know they're they're out of shape, or they're eating bad, then that's going to impact their overall healthcare costs because you know they're going to have high cholesterol, they're going to have high blood pressure, they're going to have a lot of things that are attributed to to care costs going up. So I think that's uh you know those two could could work together to try to figure out how to mitigate some of the overall uh, costs associated with. Health care and, and work comp for truckers.
3: Do you think safety too could play an impact?
6: Definitely could. I mean, I think truckers, you know, they you know, you you want to make sure that they only drive uh you know, they only drive a certain amount of times. And I, I even brought this up. I I, I had an article uh, a couple weeks ago talking about prevention and, and, and I know it sounds kind of crazy, but you know, kind of maybe talks about maybe the, the millennial background, but uh um, you know, if if employees are arrested you know if if they you know if they take a nap during the day their productivity is going to go up they've got a less of, less of a chance to uh, to get hurt because they're actually focused on what they're supposed to be doing so i know that sounds sounds like it's a, a, a crazy thing but could you imagine a truck driver that drives for 4 hours and then his employer um, mandated that he had to take a 30 minute nap <laughs> and gets paid, and gets paid for it and gets paid yeah. for it. yes exactly
4: i love naps I, I everybody they're, does. they're very helpful <laughs>
6: It's, it's, uh, it's something that I think would be, you'd be more productive. I mean, I think you'd be, you'd be clearer. You know, I think you would, you would drive better and, and uh, more, you'd be more efficient. You know, I know you don't want them to to wake up and start driving faster, but, uh, but I think it's important for them to, uh, to really be rested. And so if they're, you know, if you've got employees that are, that are going out and staying out all hours of the night and they come in hungover and, and uh, not focused on the own work, then. There's a good chance they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get hurt and and that's not gonna be good for anybody. So
4: what I, so what you're saying is that uh, the new employee benefit is afternoon naps.
6: I'm saying that that could be. I mean <laughs> this is Silicon Valley talking, but okay, I think it could be. I, I think that that could be a positive uh, to to mitigate uh, claims on the on the healthcare side as well as uh, as well as on the work comp. And I also think that employees getting involved in in incentives. You know, I think that that incentives for for employees not to have a claim over you know over the next quarter they get a uh you know they get a 100 bonus you know i think that's something that really gets the employees engaged and and involved in and in, in what's going on with the overall operations of the uh, of the company and i think that they buy in more and and, and i think that's uh that could be a perk as well but yeah i think that nap time could be a uh, could be a benefit in the coming years
3: well, I did take a nap at a rest area yesterday, <laughs> and I tell you, the drive after that, I, I felt a lot lot better. So I think for truckers, hey, I'm over on to something here.
6: Yes. It may be good for you to take a nap during the breaks, too, Sean. You never know. You might be yeah. better on the radio, too. Maybe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Make for an interesting program, wouldn't that? Well, we've got about uh, our, our two-minute warning, so um, I'd like to thank you both for coming. Did you guys have any uh, final
6: uh, thoughts or, or uh, things to share with the audience? I just want to thank you for uh having me here Sean this has been great I like the uh I like the round table deal too this is kind of neat I'd love to love to be back
3: Yeah well we'll have to to have you back uh, again sometime there's plenty to talk about and I think you really uh, identified some some great uh, great points as it relates to how the two are, are tied so I, i'm glad you, you could be here howard anything I, yeah fun? i
4: echo greg's thoughts i uh, had a good time and uh, would love to come back and uh, there's a lot of good topics to discuss
3: there are a lot of good topics and uh, it, it's it's kind of getting fun right now to to host this show because there's so much so much happening and people are paying attention and so we will be back again next week we're going to be taking a look at Uh, at some additional strategies for your business, trying to just help give you some peace of mind and know that there at least is somebody out there watching out uh, for you. If you'd like to uh, learn more about uh, what we do at Edie Bellis, check out ediebellisinc.com. That is the organization that I founded and the organization that produces and sponsors the show. Uh, With the help of Matt Barros. Matt, thanks uh, again for an awesome job. And uh, we will see you next week. Again, healthreformexplained.com for my thoughts on this mega merger potentially looming here that will have an impact on all of you. See you next time.